Is there a movie that you've revisited as an adult that scared you back when you were a kid, but now you think it's maybe it might be trash, maybe not so good, lacking in content quality? Maybe not as scary. Not as scary. Oh, okay. I can't think of any, but I, I'll answer. I'm going to take your question, ignore it, and answer my own. No. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like to call that the politician trick. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been watching a lot of movies from the '80s that are supposedly scary because of this podcast, and have found them to be not so. So that's my answer. Many of them. Can you give us an example? Um, Night of the Demons. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. No, um, right out the gate. Chopping Mall. Uh, I think we talked about that in the last one. It, it came up in that uh, fuck in search of the no in search of in darkness. Search of darkness. Yes. Yeah, I can remember things. Uh, and then I watched it and was like, oh, this was not at all what I expected. Uh, it was so much better. <laughs> you know, more to come on that one. Uh, our patented throw forward. So that's my answer. Many. Mm, well, I don't. I wasn't around. I mean, I was around back then, but I was really young. So I don't remember if people were like thinking Chopping Mall was particularly scary back then. Okay. I don't know, though. Yeah, I think it was either. supposed to be. I don't know. It was definitely a horror movie, but I think it was, I don't know. 80s was a weird time. Yeah. I mean, Return of the Living Dead is a horror movie, but that didn't scare either. That's no, more funny. No. Though, that know, one was so. great, though. Two thumbs up on that one. Yeah. For me, it was The Gate. We actually did The Gate before. We talked about The Gate. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I remember as a kid being terrified of certain scenes in that movie, like where he has to stab his hand with a pencil to get the eyeball uh, when the little things bust into little like tiny little demons and like run everywhere yeah messed me up oh man totally afraid everything I knew was gonna like break into like a little million demons and just like run at me yeah as an adult did nothing for me except entertain the hell out of me but no that eye thing was still pretty gross it's gross but like it's it didn't scare me the way it used to okay fair enough so I'd say the gate for me I gotta go with house oh boy house is trash I don't even know what that movie is. No, you don't. Well, let me tell you about it. Please do. Enlighten um, me. <laughs> when I was a kid, I have vivid memories of watching the house in my grandparents' house. Part one or part two? Part one. Okay. Uh, it's about a man named Roger whose aunt suspiciously just hangs herself in her house. And he's not sure what's going on, so he moves into the house. And you find out that his child has been missing for like a year and a half, and the house starts playing tricks on him. And I remember that it used to really freak me out when I saw things like floating garden shears Mm -hmm. and a creepy monster lady in a purple dress. And at some point, he goes through his medicine cabinet in his bathroom into a dark abyss down (laughs) down a ladder, and he's being attacked by a skeleton with bat wings. And like this stuff was like this... Yeah, and I remembered it forever. So I rewatched it about a month ago. House is classic. That's like a classic. The way you're describing it, I kind of want to watch it. Yeah, it was actually, I think it was directed by the dude who did uh, several of the Friday the 13th, like part two and then through seven or something like that. Uh, Classics. It's not good. House is one of those ones I remember fondly from being a kid also. And we revisited like, I think like a year or two ago. And I was like, nothing happens in this movie. The entirety of the movie until the very end, you're like, nothing happens in this movie. I think today the most notable thing I took away from is like, hey, that's that guy from Cheers. Hey, that's that guy from Night Court. (laughs) (laughs) And then I actually... the guy who played the maitre d' in Ghostbusters is in this. Remember the guy who's like, $5,000? I had no idea to be so much, I won't pay it. That guy, I was like, oh, I haven't seen him since Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't John Goodman in it? No, it's not John Goodman. It's uh, it's uh, Norm from Cheers. Norm, because in the house two, Cliff... His buddy me? <laughs> is the the exterminator guy who comes in. Now, House 2 starts real slow, but is way more enjoyable. There's like an old-timey like zombie cowboy who's his grandfather. Yeah. There's a talking little worm. There's a crystal skull. Take that, Spielberg. Dang. Um, I'm sensing at future episodes. There's like an Aztec-like 
like moment where they try to sacrifice his girl. Oh, it's absolutely crazy. But um, House Two starts really slow. But yes, um, Cliff comes in to be the buddy instead of Norm. That's funny. I remember the cowboy stuff, and that's all I remember from House Two. We put it on the other night, and uh, Vanessa was like, "Is this the one with the little worm?" And I was like, "Yes, this is the one with the little worm." Fifteen minutes in the movie, we're like, "We're turning this off." <laughs> it was so boring. even. Part Two doesn't hold up. Huh? It's oh, it's rough. It's rough. What you can see with adult eyes. Well, we got one more person here at the table. What do you got for us, Shauna? American Gothic. Hmm. Don't it think was, isn't it the painting? It's yeah. a painting, but the cover of the box is two elderly people with a pitchfork, just like the painting, but they have kind of creepy faces. And I saw it at Blockbuster all the time, and I wanted to rent it, but I wasn't allowed to. And then one day I just biked up to Blockbuster and rented it on my own, took it home. I think it was the like the fact that it was like a treasure that made it scary because I watched it recently and I was like, no, stupid, super stupid. <laughs> I've never even heard of this movie. In well, 1987, apparently. Interesting. Starring people I've never heard of. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Yvonne DiCarlo? Of right, course, yeah. yeah. From American Gothic. Oh, right. oh of yeah. course. <laughs> the classic Rod Stiegler. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that man was just waiting for his break. Well, welcome back, Shauna. Thanks uh, for having me. Grave Talk all-star, if you will. Yeah. Returning guest, solid contributor. Woo! Solid talk, contributor. We're here to talk we're here to talk about this is your performance review. I would like a t-shirt that says solid contributor. <laughs> we'll make one up for you. Excellent. Hey, all you creatures from cyberspace. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Grave Talk podcast. My name is Mark, joined by Shauna, John, and Garrett. Hey, everyone. All how right. are we doing today? Hey. Top billing. I yeah. appreciate that. Nice. Yeah. Solid contributor. To the top of the list. <laughs> just got bumped out by a guest star. Oh, it was bound to happen. John, it's time to pack it up. Yeah, start contributing. Podcast. Start contributing solidly. <laughs> <laughs> Depending when I call your name, that's how well you've been doing. Uh, how's everybody doing today? Pretty good. Yeah. It's a rainy day. Yeah, we're not sure if you can pick it up on the podcast or not. Hopefully not. No, maybe it's adding ambiance, though. Ooh, it was a dark and stormy night. I don't know why I sounded like a British butler there. That's the only way to say that sentence. Cool. Days before Halloween. (laughs) Well, what have you guys been up to since last time? Literally nothing. Wow. Yeah, just really just just, go outside and stare at the sky. John has been bringing lots of nothing. Yeah, existential dread. It's free, so. (laughs) (laughs) And heaps of it just waiting for us all. Shauna, you've been up to anything fun? <laughs> um, I've been visiting the October Halloween movies of my youth, so Hocus Pocus, Casper, and then, you know, horror, 80s horror movies. How is Casper these days? The only thing I remember about it is that Dan Aykroyd showed up as a Ghostbuster in it. Yeah. Yeah. Did he really? Um, yeah. And he runs away. Yeah, and he oh, runs wow. away. I think it holds up, but, you know, I only watch it once a year, so... <laughs> I saw Casper in a TV commercial the other day and yeah. was like, man, does anyone still know who Casper is, like, besides adults? Like I think there's children? a cartoon. Really? I, yeah, it, it no pops kidding. up every now and again. Well, they just had the Addams Family movie come out, and I was like, do kids know who the Addams Family is? I mean, it's a cool opportunity to re- yeah. reintroduce them to them, but it's like, you know, it's like when they, like, talk about remaking The Rocketeer, and it's like, does anybody remember who The Rocketeer is? I mean, there's some people out there who are, like, ride-or-die Rocketeer fans. Love The Rocketeer. <laughs> but, yeah, no, don't get me wrong. I'm just like, that's cool, but I'm just saying, like, there's certain <laughs> franchises or certain, like, properties you're just like how are we going to take this Remarket. and redo it and like a modern, because some of that stuff feels really dated. I guess the plan is parents who remember it will take their children and then that will create a That's new generation. That's got to be it. Yeah. But does that work though? 
It worked for us. Think of the things from our youth that were just like throwbacks to the late 60s, early 70s. I mean, I literally Casper. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I never really watched any Casper. I didn't really, wasn't really exposed to that. I mean, that was was around my dad was a kid. So that was definitely brought back. But nobody seems to remember Wendy, the little good witch. Friend of Casper. Everyone's Casper's friend, so be more special, Wendy. He is was the, the friendly ghost. ghost. Yeah. There you go. That's true. <laughs> kind of his MO. I guess we do remember. Oh. <laughs> well, speaking of old childhood Halloween movies, Hocus Pocus just got announced that they're making a sequel for Disney+. Plus. Oh, my. So I don't that. know if they're bringing back all the originals, but that was just announced, like, today. So Hocus Pocus, sir. Who were the witches in Hocus Pocus? Bette Midler? Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy Najimi. Or Najimi. I have no idea. The third one. (laughs) Uh, We're so sorry. We're sorry we're butchering your name, but wow. I mean, I don't know. That movie has a gigantic cult following. It's huge. That's like Space Jam. That's one of those movies I just don't fucking understand why people would just like turn out for it. But Hocus Pocus and Space Jam are like I think for a generation of people, Hocus Pocus is a defining movie of their time. (laughs) Like, it's true. I I don't get it either. I think maybe I missed the window but spirit uh, halloween has a whole hocus pocus section yeah well according to bloody disgusting the uh studio has tasked the group producing or making this one to find a way to bring back the original cast and to some degree so we'll see how that turns out um i bet the third one's ready to sign up the other two (laughs) may be a little harder to get what was one with glenn close was that witches was it glenn close there was a movie that came out when I was Angelica a kid. Huston. Angelica Houston. Or Houston, sorry. That's mm-hmm. it. That witches. one, The Witches, where mm-hmm. the kid gets turned into a little mouse or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that movie was kind of like freaky as a kid. Okay. I remember watching that as a kid going like, what the hell? Those are some scary witches, though. You know what this conversation reminds me of? A real answer to your question, Mark, even though I don't think it intended to be scary. I remember watching Eerie, Pennsylvania, that show, and being creeped out by uh, by that show. And then I watched it recently and thought it was very stupid. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I don't know what that it's is. It's a show from the 90s that is very stupid. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get angry fan letters now. What have you done? Interesting. Okay. Well, thank you, John. You're Anything welcome. else exciting happened in the horror realm, Mark? Nope. That's all I know about. Well, I guess I did go see Bruce Campbell in the Army of Darkness screening um, at the time of airing. It would have been a couple weeks ago. At the Paramount? At the Paramount Theater. Last minute decision. Me and my brother went down there. I went and saw Evil Dead 2 in the woods. A few years back where Bruce Campbell showed up and did a Q&A, I felt like I needed to do this because this is the movie that introduced me to the universe of Evil Dead, and it was actually a lot of fun. Uh, Bruce talked for quite a while. We got about an hour, an hour 15 with him just answering questions and all kinds of stuff. Uh, If you're interested to see a little snippet of that, it's up on our YouTube page uh, where he's talking about meeting Sam Raimi for the first time in junior high Hmm. uh, and uh, some acting techniques that they've done in the in Army of Darkness, like recording things backwards so then it plays forward or something like that. It's that was, that was pretty common in the 80s, he, yeah. I noticed Sam Raimi does that a lot. When you see like a lot of the fog getting sucked back into the Necronomicon and stuff like that, that's all shot in reverse. Right. So go check that out. It's a lot. Of, it was a lot of fun. That's what I've been up to. But today we're here to talk about 1988's Night of the Demons. Night of the demons not no. evening of the demons no. no no it was night it was full-on night <laughs> yeah whole time well this one was directed by kevin tenney and this one stars hal heavens as stooge allison baron as helen alvin alexis as roger harold ayer as old man <laughs> billy gallo as sal <laughs> kathy podwell as judy karen erickson as judy's mother Lance Fenton as Jay, my favorite name of the cast, Donnie Jeffcoat, as Donnie <laughs> Jeffcoat Jr. Uh, he plays Billy. Linnea Quigley as Suzanne. Jill Tarashita as Franny. 
And Amelia Kincaid as Angela. This one's sitting at a 40% on the Rotten Tomatoes out of 10 critic reviews. 56% of the audience liked it out of 12,756. Hmm. You know, I'm proud of this movie for the character names not just being the actors' first names. I felt like that, that wouldn't have surprised me. It's you know, always entertaining <laughs> when they do that. Yes, a lot of movies in the 80s, and I think Blair Witch did that, where it's like, I don't know, take your real first name, run with it. Oh, Phantasm. <laughs> Reggie is Reggie. Yeah. yeah. We've done that already. Uh, here's what the back of the VHS has to say about Night of the Demons. It's Halloween night, and a group of good-time teens have broken into an abandoned funeral parlor with plans to raise a little hell, and that's exactly what they do. For their intrusion has awakened an ancient demonic evil whose hunger for human souls knows no bounds. And now the monstrous predator is out to turn their Halloween party into an unending celebration of sheer terror. That's a new one. Ooh, yeah, unending celebration. Of sheer terror. <laughs> the visual sorcery of special effects master Steve Johnson of Nightmare on Elm Street 4, Fright Night, Poltergeist 2, and Ghostbusters delivers high-voltage shivers in a terrifying encounter of the supernatural kind. So be prepared for an evening of horror you'll never forget. Get ready for the Night of the Demons. Hmm. Are we ready? With the Night of the Demons? Yes. Pretty ready. Can I just, I just glanced over and saw the very bottom of that box. This was filmed in ultra stereo. Ooh. Tell me that's not 80s technology. Yeah. <laughs> ultra stereo. Oh, I love that kind of stuff. What do you guys think of Night of the Demons? Shauna, why don't you lead us off? You wanted to do this one. I did. For the longest time, this was kind of my favorite 80s horror movie because either you'd seen it or you hadn't. And I don't know why, but I feel like this is the first time I encountered true adult themes in a horror movie. And okay. so I, it just kind of like stuck in my head. So I don't ever think I thought it was a good movie. Fair. Yeah. But I thought it was a more substantial movie than it turned out to actually be upon revisiting it. <laughs> I hadn't even heard of it till you mentioned it on our Us episode, <laughs> Jordan Same. Peele's Us. So um, I was very interested to see what I was getting myself into. Um, I do want to read the tagline of this movie on the VHS box. It says, Angela's having a party. Jason and Freddy are too scared to come, but you'll have a hell of a time. Oh. <laughs> that had to be like one of seven taglines. <laughs> right, for sure. I really feel like if you distilled the 80s into a box cover or and back, it would be this this VHS box. Well, and that would be my question for you. Since you hadn't heard of the movie, when you saw the box cover, did it spark a memory? Had you seen the box cover? Because I, I, I can't have, even remember seeing no? this in no. the store. I had never seen the box cover, but I know I had seen this movie. Um... This movie was a follow-up to when I first saw Return of the Living Dead. And I don't know if anybody's seen Return of the Living Dead, but there is a scene with uh, Liana Quigley dancing naked on top of a grave, like a big old coffin tomb thing. Yeah. And if you haven't seen it, it makes no more sense in the movie, but that's what makes yeah. the Return of the Living Dead well, so Well, she great. was in this movie, too. And when I found out she was in this movie, I was like, well, I'm down to check this out because I thought her character was cool. As a kid, I thought her character was cool. <laughs> it's I bet her you character. Did very cool. <laughs> well, yeah. It was a yeah. lot of things. She was a very well-rounded actress, okay? <laughs> and um, then I was like, oh, well, this has got to be cool because Return of the Living Dead was awesome as hell. If she's in it, it's got to be cool. Got into this one. I was like, okay, I'm in. I'm in. And then it was like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, it all made sense. This movie is fucking insane. 
I do like the special effects. I, I found a lot of them were really good. Uh, props for that guy for working on Ghostbusters. I think I would lead with that if I were on Ghostbusters. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I thought that part was awesome. Yeah. I feel like this one tries to capture the spirit of Return of the Living Dead, but doesn't do as a successful job of it. Um, mm-hmm. Like the humor in, in Return of the Living Dead is what makes it enjoyable to come back to for me. Um, and this one where I feel like they were trying to do a lot of that with maybe the Stooge character and his lines... It didn't seem that There's great. There's nothing funny about Stooge. Yeah, Eat I, a bowl of fuck. I, <laughs> I wonder if like it just doesn't age it well. It doesn't age well it's, because I remember laughing throughout this entire movie as a that's kid. That's got to be what it is because... Now I'm just like, wow, you're really sexist and offensive. <laughs> right, you know, right. Stooge knows like three words. Fuck, bitch, and party. Like, yeah. that's, oh, that I, poor girl hanging out with him through the whole movie. Where did they get her? He just berates her oh. and almost punches her throughout the whole movie until she dies and I'm like I feel really bad for this and character. you don't even see her death I know no, she just gets thrown yeah. into a windshield later and yeah. it's like she's dropped on top of a car when Raj is in is it Raj I don't remember yeah it's Raj there's a part where Roger's hiding in a car and then I think it's Helen she gets dropped on top of the front windshield and splatters on it and Raj is like ah and I was like oh this is a missed opportunity to be like I'm getting too old for this shit yeah right like he should have <laughs> fucking lead the weapon to us with that one but he didn't some uh, stooge dialogue here's representative uh, festering fuckwads you cannot take this bitch anywhere and that's just a line he says that nobody makes a comment on they're just it's just how he talks he is aggressive with his delivery of almost every line yeah too. aggressive misogyny stooge <laughs> he's like eat a bowl of fuck i'm here to party and it was like whoa you can just say i'm here to party you don't have to like <laughs> eat with that no. how do you know he's serious if you're not eating a bowl of fuck or could it be the Raj here just had too much cold beer and blew us a cool, stiff breeze right out of his butthole? <laughs> <laughs> when the soundtrack started, I was like, I was brought back to a, a line that you had mentioned the other day, John. This soundtrack slaps. <laughs> <laughs> Which still cracks me up every time I hear you say it. Um, I was like, oh, this has got kind of a cool soundtrack, and it has like a really cool animated kind of like uh, intro. Yeah. Oh, which yeah. you didn't see a lot of in that. I mean, you saw some of that stuff, but you didn't see it much like anymore. Well, it's, and I had forgotten about it, and I was like, oh, the art on this is super dope. I like it a lot. It is really good, and that art was made before they decided on this title because the original name of the movie was going to be called Halloween Party. And they uh, had to change it last minute with threats from the studio that owned Halloween. Really? So they had to make the logo Night of the Demons big enough to cover up <laughs> Halloween party at the end of that. Nice. <laughs> wow. I did not know that. That's pretty crazy. I mean, I guess if Halloween just came out was as popular as it was, you wouldn't want someone like potentially like mixing those things up. Yeah. That would be <laughs> I mean, once, once you see the advertising and stuff, like you would know. But at the same time, I could see them trying to protect the it's a very different field. Two different types yeah. of movies. <laughs> Safe to say. But you get this, like, you know, kind of rock song with this, like, animated intro, and then it cuts to the first thing we get is. Um, I thought it was an old man walking home with Grace. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah that's it's right. the old man walking home, and everyone immediately starts picking on this old guy. Yeah. What a, what a strange time to be alive in an old man, I guess. Was this a common occurrence in the 80s? We just bullied our elders? I, everyone was a bully yeah. in the 80s. Everybody <laughs> bullied everybody. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was survival of the fittest in the 80s. I wanted more with him, honestly. Like, I was so interested with this character. I'm like, what? Ma- what's making him so grumpy? Were you happy with the bookend at the very end of this movie? 
I mean, I saw it coming a mile away. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. I, did I did not. not. No. I totally forgot about that because I'd seen yeah. this before. But I totally forgot about that ending. I kept expecting the old man to come back and play some kind of role, but he, no, he's just there to open and close the movie. Yep, he's just a bookend on this film. It's like somebody's dad or some like grandpa. <laughs> it's like they started a different movie and gave up like after 10 minutes of filming. Yeah. So he's walking home with groceries and he's getting punked and he gets mooned by Stooge. I believe that was Stooge driving by, right? Yeah. After Stooge is berating Helen, he's all like, look, old man, hold the wheel. And he switched places in the front seat with Helen, which is extremely dangerous. It was a small car. <laughs> yeah, but th- it was the 80s. There were literally no rules. And then he moons, Just right. he moons the old man. He's got underwear on, ha- like uh, jack-o'-lantern, jack-o'-lantern underwear, underwear, which he was supposed to not have underwear on, but he refused to do it bare butt. That's IMDb really? trivia. Yes, I'm actually supposedly. glad he didn't do it. Thank you, Stooge, yes. for being modest. The line <laughs> he yells is, hey, old man, look in the mirror. And I was like, oh, that would have been very different if he was bare-assed. Yeah, and, and so uh, not he, in a good way. <laughs> he moons that guy. The old man's like, fuck you, kid. You'll burn in hell, you sons of bitches. <laughs> You'll get what you deserve. Like, ooh, yeah. that's bitter. And then immediately, another random teenager runs up with a dead rat and scares the old man into dropping his groceries. Oh, it was Sal. Oh, that's right. It was yeah. Sal. Yeah. Oh, was it? I yeah. didn't even catch that. I didn't, I, yeah, I didn't catch that either. But How long do you God. think he was carrying that dead rat until he I found think, an old man? <laughs> I think it's something that lives in his pocket. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's a time that Sal does not have a dead rat on his person. Yeah. It's just his own accessory. Yeah. <laughs> the old man drops his groceries. He's like, you fucking kids again. He's just having a rough night. And then uh, like a teenage girl like comes behind the, him. Oh, it's the main character. Yes. Um, Judy. 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 Is like, oh, excuse me. And he's like, get startled again. He's like, fuck you, don't touch me. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I'll be going now. He's like, you stupid whore. Yeah, he calls her like a whore. I was like, God damn, you guys. This it, town is on edge. They, oh, they, movie open strong. <laughs> his groceries get knocked out of his hand, right, by Sal. He's picking them up and he has apples in one hand and razor blades in the other. Oh, he's like, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. I ha, completely ha. missed yeah. that. Oh, damn. Okay, I missed that completely. That's how I said, I, I wonder what's going to happen. Like, I, either we're going to watch kids die by razor or he's going to consume his own apples. Honestly, I figured they were going to kill kids. I thought that was going to be something too, but I based did not on, catch the razor blades. Yeah, based on how this movie starts, I would not put child murder beyond it. Because when I first saw it, I thought the old man was going to like unleash the demon curse on them, kind of like, yes, that's oh, what I'll I get thought. you, you little bastards. And it was like, oh, that's cool. And then I was like, oh, no, that's yeah. not what happened. It's like Chekhov's old man. But it, <laughs> Chekhov's old man. <laughs> yeah, I definitely expected him to have something to do with the main plot of this whole movie. But yeah. But after him, we go come to up, Judy's house. Yeah, and we meet a character who I wish was uh, eaten a razor apple. Sal or the, the younger brother? The younger brother. Oh, yeah. What a Judy fucking walks creeper. In and the phone rings, she's like, I'll get it. Runs into a room. Billy's like, hey, change of plans. We're not going to the dance at school. That's lame. We're going to a party at, with Angela. And she's like, the creepy girl? And she, he's like, trust me, it'll be, it'll be better. She's like, okay, that's fine. Then she takes off her top and she's got a bra on. Her little brother pops out. Just boobies, sis. If you keep on going, you'll have to hire someone just to tie your shoes. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? It's your like, sister. I understand horny boys, but that's your sister, bro. Yeah, and it happens. Like, horny you know, boards are not. That like, happens in a lot of eighties movies. I, yeah, I, like what the I, younger brother peeping on whoever he can peep on. My do we remind her when a society <laughs> <laughs> was sneaking in your sister's room? Common in the eighties, because uh, I feel like I would have gotten in a ton of trouble if I had done that with my sister. Also, it never crossed my mind because I wasn't fucking weird. So, uh, <laughs> like, would it made sense if like it happened? And she was like, I'm telling mom. Mom was like, you 
can't go in there anymore. Like that's not something you, you learn things as you grow up as yeah. a teenager. Like you, you test no. the bounds of things and then you're like, Oh, I can't do that. Or that's not right. Mom's making fudge logs. She has Mom no time. Is to <laughs> Mom is completely checked out of this house. If you say that without any context, mom is making fudge logs. Sounds like a line from an 80s movie. <laughs> now real quick, before we go any further, I want you guys to make your best joke about male anatomy. Can you come up with a line to rival? Wow, Bodicious Boobies, sis. <laughs> Bodicious Boobies, sister? Is that really an insult? It almost sounds like a compliment. Okay, then make a compliment <laughs> to the male anatomy. I, I'd rather not. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's less about complimenting or disparaging the anatomy and more the fact that it was her younger brother who was probably too old to know not to basically watch her yeah. sister undress. But yeah, the way he's laughing at her and pointing, it's like, I'm making fun of you right now. Well, because yeah. Because your tits true. are so big. You know what I mean? Maybe that's a brother-sister thing. I don't know. It's only, not a brother. No. I don't think no, so. I mean, not like making fun of that, but I'm saying like making fun of each other. Okay, yeah, mate. That's yeah, fair. but you don't see girls hiding in boys' closets and jumping out and being like, giant balls! <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps something like, nice scrotum, bro. If your balls drop any lower, you'll be eligible for the AARP. Oh, that's a Jesus, Mark. How uh, long did you workshop that? He's been not looking at it. <laughs> Since nobody wanted to play my game, that was my answer. Okay. okay. I don't think we put as much thought into it as you did. No, I was, I couldn't think about it. I was just disturbed. <laughs> so at this, God, at this point, like, Billy comes over. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Billy is Billy over yet or when no, he comes over. I think she gets Sal dressed comes over. Sal. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, where's your sister? Because Sal's interested in Judy also. And he's like, where's your sister? And the brother's like, I'm not telling you. And he's like, here's a quarter. And he's like, do you think I'm going to sell out my sister for a quarter? And he's like, here's five bucks. And he's like, OK, so here's where she's going. <laughs> I think it was one dollar. Yeah, it was, was it one dollar. Oh, boy. I am to be fair, he tripled in, his profits. In I 80s think. money, one dollar is a million dollars. Yeah, that's right. just inflation. Exchange rate. That checks out. Yes. Um, I am so confused by the character of Saul or Sal. Sal. He is like a 1930s slash 1950s greaser based yeah. on all of his, his lines. Now go get your sister. Judy's getting dressed. She's going to a party. Party? What party? Wouldn't you like to know? Oh, you little asshole. Hey, come on, spill the beans, eh? Here's a nice chunk of change to loosen your lips a little. Are you kidding? Betray my beloved sister for a measly quarter. What do you think this is? Some kind of depression or something? Oh, that does it. Who do you think I am? You know, it's just like, who are you? What is your point of this character? And they're making him out to be this really weaselly, terrible character. And then at the end of the movie, he's like the hero. Yeah. Almost. Almost. Very close. But you're like, dude, that was a... That it's such a weird... Like, no one's character arc in this movie is well-defined. Arcs are strong words for what happens. <laughs> <laughs> no one's path is yeah. well-defined because everyone is like, oh, well, this character is clearly this. There's only a few characters that actually have direct lines with their personalities. But everyone else, it's like... They feel like they just changed them as they needed the script to yeah. be changed. Tell that pretty little piece, your sister, that your Uncle Sal is here and I brought my pet snake for her to play with. Is that a real? Is that a <laughs> yes, what he said? That is to, to, her, to her brother. Yeah. You have to remember, this was the 80s. Whoever wrote this movie was coked out of their fucking mind. They were probably writing this and then just handing the page off. Cocaine also, access. Also, also understand they're coming yeah. off of 70s, 70s and 60s media themselves. So maybe they think yeah. that's what's cool. Maybe the Fonz was responsible for this character. <laughs> I just don't remember people snapping their fingers going down the street in the 80s playing West Side Story. You weren't in high school in the 80s. That's what every high school I mean, was I like. I was like six when this movie yeah, came out. See? But. 
So you were the brother's age. You were staring at your sister's boobs. <laughs> Ooh. I, I don't have a sister. Thank you very much. But yeah, so he sells his sister out. He's like, oh, she's going to a party at the whole house. That was the weirdest sounding thing. Everyone could not pronounce whole house properly. So everyone had their own unique way of saying it. I thought it was like Hall's lozenges, like, you know, cough like whole, drops. Whole Hall's, house. Yeah. Whole house. Was that what it was? It was whole, like H-U-L-L, I thought. There's Hull? a sign. I think there's a sign. It's like Hall, like. H-A-U-L? Oh, my God. It's like so open to interpretation. <laughs> oh, man. The biggest mystery of the movie. <laughs> we found it. What did the subtitles say? Don't you watch it with subtitles? I do, but let's be honest. Half this movie just immediately checked out of my brain. Once you mm-hmm. like, hear some of these people talk, you're just like, I don't need any of this. Very This fair. is not going to be useful to anything that's going on. Like, most of Sal's dialogue. But um, <laughs> So, like, he's like, cool. I'm going to head up to that house. He takes the little brother's mask like Halloween mask, which he had in his hand. And he's like, give my mask back. And he's like, no. And then after he says that, we smash cut immediately to Suzanne's ass, bent over, full on panty shot in the store. And she's looking at Tide laundry detergent in this dress that's fully lifted up. I mean, we are just holding frame. Yeah, this is borderline porn. Yeah. She's wearing like a little Bo Peep outfit or something, right? I couldn't quite tell what she's supposed to be. I was like, is she supposed to be sexy Bo Peep? That's yeah. the only thing I come up with. Maybe. And I immediately went to IMDb and looked up her age because I was like, you're supposed to be in high school, right? Oh. Well, everyone looked way older than she they were supposed to be in this movie. She looked 26. twice as old as everybody else. Well, what's funny is she didn't want to audition for this role. People kept trying to get her to go out for it. And she was like, no, I'm too old to play a high school kid. And then she finally eventually went and tried. And this is all IMDb trivia. But like, she eventually went and tried and they gave her the role. So, yeah, she didn't think she thought she was too old to play a high school kid. But, yeah, no, I definitely was like, ooh, high school kids. This is she awkward. Was, she was 26 at the time. Yeah, so no, everyone luckily, totally looked of age. The yeah. only person in this movie who was not of age was that younger brother. Right. Everyone yeah. else was well into their mid Borderline to late 20s. 30s. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The camera cuts to the two clerks who are like just your standard 80s nerd loser guys at the counter just staring like not breaking eye contact with his ass. And then we cut back to it, a wider shot. We see her fully bent over at the, the waist. Back to these skeevy guys. And then you find out that her friend Angela is there going to steal groceries. They're using her butt as a distraction so she can steal the groceries for the party. It's Genius all a ruse. Idea. <laughs> Which, I mean, you know, if you're dumb enough to fall for it, I mean... It speaks, you know, the movie thinks highly of men as well as women, it turns out. It's <laughs> not like she's, like, picking up, like, chips and stuff and putting them under her dress. She has a Santa-sized sack. <laughs> yes. And she is putting bottles of wine in there. And it's a full store. There's yeah. people walking around doing the daily shopping too. I have her whole list here. Here's what she took. Napkins, cookies, those cookie wavy things. Oh, cookie wavy things. Oreos, gloves, I think, and then two bottles of wine, two bags of chips, and then nobody seems to give a shit about any of it. Hmm. Yeah. Just walking through. Well, the, the guys at the, 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 uh, the counter, they were occupied. They don't give a shit. They just got a free show. I mean, they're like, if this is the price of admission, then <laughs> fine. She walks out with this giant full sack. And she's not carrying it like like by her side like a purse. She's carrying it like a baby. Like right in front of these guys. Suzanne says, Suzanne. do you guys have sour balls? And they're like, uh-huh. And he's like, I bet you don't get a lot of blowjobs then. And then like walks out like rubbing her lips. And you're like, was that common cut down? I don't know if that's yeah. a thing. Was that a joke? Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, what is happening right now? Is your refrigerator like- running? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a better joke. 
that scene, um, that scene went on for a long time, though. Like, we could have like summed that up in like half the time it took. Now that uh, before we leave this scene, I would be remiss if I didn't point out that the arcade sounds that are coming from the background is not an arcade game at all. It is the Atari version of Pac-Man. That's what it was. Which would not have been in a stand-up cabinet inside of a convenience store. And to think how accurate this movie has been about everything else. <laughs> to fuck oh. that up. Ugh. I can't oh. believe the, the, uh, no. the continuity. This is all wrong. How attention to the detail they've shown, so it must have been a mistake. And, and nothing against the actress or anything like that, but the makeup she had on, the girl who plays Angela looked like a Bobo Tim Curry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like her face, like I was, I was like her hair and everything. I was like, she kind of looks like Tim Curry from Rocky Horror. And I was like, is that what she's going for? And then she walked outside in her like witch's dress. And I was like, oh no, she just happens to have like unfortunate Tim Curry hair in this movie. She just has Tim Curry face. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it was the face of the hair and the outfit, but it was something. It was just like, I was like, she kind of looks like Tim Curry. But um, they decide like, okay, cool, let's go. And Suzanne is very much like, did you invite any boys to this party? Because I got to get laid, more or less. And I was like, whoa, okay, we now understand your motivations. Cute she's thirsty. Boys. <laughs> We're back to Judy's house, and the boyfriend, who I assumed would be the lead hero, nope, shows up, Billy. Billy. Billy in his 100% trying to be the biggest yuppie on the block outfit. Like, he's not <laughs> dressing up for Halloween. He's too cool for that shit. Popped collar. Yeah, and he's just, like, standing around in the living room, and then he's trying to make small talk with Billy. And then, or, or what? Who's his no, brother? He makes, yeah, he's trying to make small talk with his brother, who then talks about his sister's boobs again. Oh, God, that's right. Yeah, I don't exactly remember what he says. I know what he okay. says. So what are you dating my sister for? Her huge cha-chas. Yeah. And I was like... Here we are again. He's obsessed like, with his sister's boobs. It's I weird. get it. Puberty's a beast, but geez, dude, tone yeah. it down just a tad. Then the mom uh, interjects herself not to be like, dude, stop talking about your sister's boobs, but to offer fudge logs. Which, which look like little cat shits. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so disgusting. Freeze-dried poodle turds is what the <laughs> younger the brother is. says. <laughs> yes. This brother's out of control. We can agree on this, right? Somebody's this dude a... needs a parent. <laughs> yes. Nobody wanted to eat poor mom's home cooking from the back of a recipe box, I think, was what was said. And she looks so dejected. I felt so bad for the mother. And then we never see her again. Right. No. Just it's take like, a fudge log and throw it away. People would think it's a dog turd anyway. So. This whole scene honestly could have been cut. Yes. Like They oh, could yeah. have met uh, Judy outside of the house and it would have changed nothing for the story. Right, Other how, than huge cha-chas. Right. When you guys were in high up. school, were you allowed to just go places and not tell your parents where God, you were going? No. Hell no. Oh, my parents were like, so like, where are you going? What time are you going to be back? Like, I had to have like an itinerary practically. Right. It's because we had parents who cared and weren't making fudge logs. <laughs> <laughs> my dad was always making pimento cheese spread. Oh. Did he offer it to your friends? All the time, yeah. <laughs> the classic turnaround. That and Pico de Gallo. Jars and jars of Pico de Gallo. <laughs> Did he offer them together? Absolutely. Did he send people home with jars of... Christmas gifts, yes. I would That's give my friends Pico de amazing. Gallo. <laughs> How do I get on your dad's Pico de Gallo list? <laughs> I can write you in. You want awesome. a present this year? The rest of his friends are like, oh, here comes Mark and his fucking Pico again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anywho, um, what happens next? At this point, we see everybody working their way to... To the house and i'm gonna bypass yeah. all this because it's a lot of stooge being an asshole it's this, a lot of billy and his friends being jerks to stooge and them right because they, they like break tire. down but this movie is like 90 minutes long and it spends i don't know conservatively 80 minutes getting everybody into the house it takes so long for the whole fucking group so to long. to start the movie and they get to this house and it's out in the middle of fucking nowhere 
there. And immediately, I can't remember which character it is. I think it's like the friend with like the Asian girlfriend. Oh, right. They were dressed up like doctors. Doctors and nurses. Yeah. And um, he's like, oh, this place used to be a morgue. And I was like, what the fuck? Do not party at a morgue. No, it's just bad bad juju. He was the guy that had all the like exposition about the history of. He knew about the wall with the underground river. Yeah. (laughs) Like the spirits can't. This place that everybody got killed and burned here. But the the spirits can't cross this underground river under this wall. And I was like, I don't think anybody builds a wall directly on top of a river. It seems like the worst place. structurally sound. (laughs) Yeah. The students dressed up as our medical team is Jay and Franny. Okay, Jay and Franny. Dr. So. Chad Everett. <laughs> so. That's good. I'm glad I know that now because I'm going to immediately forget it. These characters' names are all so forgettable. I already forgot. I remember Jay, but I can't remember the other Franny. one. Franny. Franny. Oh, my God. I can't believe we're going to party here. <sighs> Neither can I. So getting us all in this house, God, it takes forever to get everyone so here. So long. I was like, when is this movie going to start? They walk in, there's no lights on. Stooge and his crew are like, let's hide in these coffins and scare everyone. Sal jumps out, scares Stooge, and he's like, fuck that guy. And then her, his friend Helen is like, you were literally about to do the same <laughs> thing. You can't be mad about this. And he's like, fuck you, bitch. And I was like, dude, you cannot keep yeah. doing this. Like, she's Poor got Helen. a point, man. That was like the most lucid part of the movie. I was like, oh, look at this logic. And Stooch cannot <laughs> handle one it. one moment. <laughs> Angela shows up and then she's like, this is the party. No one else is supposed to be here. You eight people. Are you ready to party? <laughs> Which weren't her friends, I guess, because everyone's all like, oh, Angela, the weirdo from history class. I guess we'll go to her party. I was right. like, how did they get all invited? Well, the only inclination we get of what their actual purpose of bringing all these random students in was that Angela says to Suzanne after they steal all the goods from the convenience store is we're going to scare the shit out of them. <laughs> so that was like the whole reason, I guess, was to bring them in and spook them. Yeah. But then we so see no evidence of that as the movie plays out. We no. barely see evidence that any of these people are friends with one another. Like, why are it's they like all going to the same party? Casual acquaintance. Even the people that come together don't really seem like they're friends. No, even the people dating each other don't seem like they're friends. <laughs> Which brings me to a question I had is how long has Judy and Billy been dating? Because it seems like she is not wanting to touch him, doesn't want to do anything with him, as a matter of fact. Like, I don't know if that was like the good girl vibe that they wrote into the character. It was like, maybe this was only date number two. Yeah. It's also the way Billy talks to her as he accosts her in that room. It's like, well, everybody knows you fuck Sal. And I was like, wait a minute. This is a weird conversation. Well, she, for you she says, is that why you're like trying to get with me? Is that why you're trying to date me then? Because you think I put out? And I was like, okay, we actually have a plot device here. No. Nope. Immediately abandoned. But no, I got the impression that like this was like maybe their like second or third date because Billy's just trying to like work his way to that point. And she's like, hey, slow down. Like we're not there yet. And I think she was supposed to have kind of a good girl vibe to her. She's dressed as Dorothy. But everyone else in this movie is horny. Yeah. Like, everyone else is down to fucking get it wet. And you're just like, dude. It's exactly why Billy abandons Judy immediately as soon as one of the girls starts putting out. It's Suzanne. Suzanne, like, is, like, bending over the fireplace, like, in her little skimpy, like, short... It's her MO. Yeah. It's her go-to. It's her go-to move. Yeah. (laughs) She's got one move, but it works. She's like, this feels so good. And Billy's like, I'm going to grab a seat right here. And it was like, dude, you were like inches away from that. You're not even allowed to get that close to strippers at strip clubs. It was like, pull it back a tad, bro. And uh, Judy's just like, well, I guess that's happening. Like, she doesn't seem that upset by this. And then everyone else is kind of like just having their own interactions with each other. Stooge is being berating everyone and... Like, yeah. this party it's sucks. boring. It's, yeah, yeah there's... It's a very boring party. I would leave Well, they only have party. two bottles of wine. That's not enough for eight people. Also, wine's not really a party drink. No. 
You're not no. getting like tore up on like nice wine. Someone brought in a cooler. Oh yeah, I, was it? So, I think oh, Stooge. Right. Yeah, they brought in. Was like, yeah, yeah, we got beers, and I was like, oh, that's okay. Someone came prepared. Someone brought a strobe light. Of course, that's just needed. And that the way they reacted to a strobe light because it's like this boring part in the like you know turn the music up, and he's like, I never leave without my tunes. I can't live without my tunes. That's what <laughs> Stooge yells. And then like someone's like, check this out, and they click on a strobe light, and that's the like inciting event that finally makes us a party. It fucking blows like, their minds. Finally, yeah. and it's like, what the hell? You they guys? dance for like twenty seconds. Yeah, well, <laughs> felt like an hour. <laughs> Did very much so. The jukebox dies. And then Stooge is like, I just put fresh batteries in there. I don't know what happened. What else are we going to do now without the music? Angela's like, let's oh, do a seance. Yeah. And they're like, we need a mirror. We're going to go find a mirror and we're all going to stare into it and we'll see who we were in our past lives. So they're all sitting around the floor staring into this mirror <laughs> Stooge found. And they're all making cracks. And Angela's like, you cut it out. I'm not going to work if you guys keep fucking off back there. So then like the mirror blackens. And Helen sees her death in the mirror mm -hmm. and she screams and shatters the mirror and like everybody's berating her yet again. Can't take this bitch nowhere. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This was actually, though, I think one of the like most artistic parts of the movie. I did like the mirror breaks and then the, the camera is on the shards of the mirror and you see the reflection of the crew. And they're all talking. So like, I don't know if that was post or if that was actually done like where everyone had to stand in a specific place, but that was really cool. Yeah, that would have been very hard to shoot. I mean, I imagine they didn't really have Yeah, I don't think the they technology. had money for the post. Yeah. I wonder if that, those were cutouts and everyone was standing and they just had the the, the shards over where their face would be, so it's like a, um, a depth uh, perception type thing, so it's like the uh, the cutouts that look like shards are really yeah. close to the camera and then everyone's just standing back in the distance. That would so make it looks sense. Like that. It was well done. It was like the most technically adept part of this film. I was like, whoa. Well, it threw me for a loop because I was like, oh, we might actually have like a lot of talent here. Like, right. Let's see where this goes. Like I was back into the movie at that point. But what did you guys think of the first time you see the demon? Oh, you mean the Nickelodeon <laughs> hand puppet? The like, you know, like Eureka's Castle hand puppet? I was like, oh, what is this? I thought it was fine. I was like, all right, it's an 80s demon. Yeah. yeah I think I've seen that thing inside of a showbiz pizza, rocket <laughs> fire explosion or something. It just was like, feed me, Seymour. I was like, oh boy, here we go. But it fit this movie, right? If the demon was like perfect, you'd have been like, whoa, you feel way well, out of place. it just kind of like tilts its head back and forth. <laughs> and compared like compared to what everyone else becomes demon-wise, this thing looked tame. Yeah. Like yeah. compared, like the special effects it look, made it look like a Jim Henson hand puppet. And then everyone else who becomes a demon later on in this movie looks like full on horror movie. And you're like, wow, it must suck to be able to make things yeah. so scary and be so like boring looking yourself. This is a I, promotional demon, you know? <laughs> I really hope this isn't the thing that Steve Johnson was getting visual sorcery, you know, quotes it quoted on on the back of this VHS box because that thing is not. That. It looks straight out of Ghostbusters. I think it was just extra. An extra prop? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's probably got all these kind it's of like, things. It's like, I got this thing. It'll work. Well, as soon as the mirror breaks, you hear a bunch of commotion from the basement. And then you get POV demon vision. And oh. it comes swarming into the house. And it goes into Bo Peep Suzanne's mouth. And it's kind of like a gas. It just goes... And then you're like, okay, she's well, possessed. It's a good time to mention she's obsessed with her makeup. And so she had picked up one of the shards and was doing her makeup and her lipstick. So she, her mouth was open yes. and the demon was like, gonna get in there. <laughs> well, she got what she wanted. Yeah. This one's unlocked. <laughs> yeah. She wanted something in I'm that I'm just mouth happy and... she wasn't bending over the fireplace again. <laughs> Let's see if it went to the mouth and not the other way around. Yeah. You're telling me it could have went in another way. I am glad it did not. 
Different movie. Agreed. Uh, but I wouldn't put it past this movie to have no, done it, though. No, no. didn't have the budget. That was... <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so now they start wandering off. It's like, hey, let's go. Now that the mirror is broken, there's no music. Let's go do something else. Something else is fuck. Let's be real clear here. <laughs> well, yeah. so... Helen and Raj, Raj like, decide to leave. This. Yeah, they're they're exactly where I'd be. Of like, this party blows. I'm fucking yeah. out. Deuces. My yeah. note was like, hell yeah, to the black guy, man. Mad respect. He's like, you know what? This is crazy shit. I'm leaving. Uh, but sadly, it does not work out for him. No, they find out that they've been walled in completely. Like the opening to drive in is now gone. And so they're like locked in this on the premises. And that's when Helen disappears. And then Raj gets scares and goes and hides in the car. Good call. Jay, Franny, Judy, and Billy are all like, let's go explore. And they go into a room and sit down on top of caskets. And then that's where Captain Exposition's like, okay, so straight up, this is the this is the history of this house. And it's like, tell us more, I guess. And he like gives the whole little history of like, you know, this place. Billy at that point, they kind of gives him the like side head nudge. We're like, get Beat out of it. here. I'm going to try to make my move again. But then Judy's like, oh, I'm interested in the story, not in Billy. Please continue. <laughs> it was such a great moment of like, dude, take a fucking hint at this point. But yeah, they get split up into different rooms and then they start making out and Judy's like not having any of what Billy's putting down. And that's when Billy's like, I thought you wanted this. I heard you fuck Sal. Won't you? And then she like storms out or no, he storms out. And I guess he locks her in that room because she can't get out. Well, they each end up getting locked in a room. And she's the first one. The demons like lock her. So the demons, the house did it. The house. Okay. So that wasn't quite clear to me. I just like, is this some old door she can't manage to open or what? (laughs) She might be too stupid to open a door, (laughs) you guys. I wouldn't put it past sociopath Billy to have locked her in there, though. It's it's possible. He really feels like he's the victim for not being able to force this woman to sleep with him gets a little rapey he does this it's, it's gross we've but come it, so far since the 80s thank god yeah <laughs> uh, man so stooge suzanne and angela are near the fireplace in the main living quarter area somehow they got the, the music playing again and angela french kisses suzanne and now angela's possessed correct right? they both are they yes. both are it's it's like an std it just you don't get rid of it just pass it on and then suzanne's like hey stooge let's go to the bathroom together and Sal looks very confused. He's like, why Stooge? Why that guy and not me? <laughs> and then Stooge says something like, oh, God, I, I wish I had the line, but it's like, Stooge. Hey, you heard of the lady, man? She wants a real man gardener charm. But Stooge is a fat pig. Maybe I'm in the mood for pork tonight. <laughs> oh, you are so far off, my man. Oh, Stooge. And so they leave together. And now we get our Bauhaus scene. Yes, we get an entire Bauhaus song where Angela is going to dance and do her thing. And it's not a bad dance. No, but it's like three and a half minutes long. It goes on forever. The whole song. (laughs) Yeah. It takes a while. And if you're familiar with Bauhaus, that's a long song. Yeah. Sal's just watching the whole thing. It's like, what is happening? But he does not look entertained. He's just kind of like, I guess I'll do this now. Like, (laughs) Saul's the audience. (laughs) Well, because she's like bending backwards and like. I mean, she's giving him a show. Yeah. I mean, he's at least watching, but like, he does not look like, all right tell me more he's just kind of like okay i guess this is happening and her costume has changed by the way now she's wearing fishnet stockings with some sort of see-through um dress portion of it because it goes back to normal later does it yes so weird is this demon technology can the demon change the The demon can slut it up okay i wanna sex you up (laughs) (laughs) pretty much but yeah she's twirling and spinning and and all kinds of stuff Stick bottom, bleed continuously, pushing hands and 
like she says something to Sal, like, why don't you come over and sit by the fire? He's like, no, toots, I'm going to go ahead and say my piece and, and like back away. And he like, <laughs> and she's like, whatever, you know, and where does he go? He goes to find Judy and look around the house. He like, I think because he's still interested in Judy. He's right. like, I'm going to go find where they are. And so he leaves while this song, after the song ends, we cut to um, Suzanne who goes into the bathroom. She's like, hey, Stooge, let's do our thing. But let me go take a piss first. You know, I'm paraphrasing, of course. But like she goes into the bathroom. You're barely paraphrasing. <laughs> barely. And then... Um, and and then, Stooge wanted to go pee with her. Yeah, yeah. he's like, he's like, he's like I'll, I'll hold your hair or something. Oh, no. no, he's like, I'll hold yours if you hold mine. And I was like, I don't think he knows what that means. <laughs> I was like, what is he supposed to be holding when he goes... She goes is this a proto-Donald Trump? Oh, her God. big, oh. fake boobies. Come on. Oh, Do I, they need to be held when you guys pee because i'm not super familiar with ladies peeing but i'm assuming y'all have that already taken care of neither well, is stooge when it's a tete-a-tete situation yeah. Yeah. He's, I, he's leaping for logic here i'm 99 sure stooge has never seen a naked woman before so he was just guessing what was going on yeah. down there oh man oh god yeah so she gets locked in the bathroom and stooge is like let me in let me in and it's like dude calm down she's Supposedly going to the bathroom. And then he goes in the room next door, sees something that freaks him out. What does he see? The demon. Oh, yeah. He sees the, the dragon demon. Yeah. Freaks him out. And he's like, fuck this. And he runs back downstairs where Sal has just left. He finds Angela post Bajas dance. And then she's like, get over here. And he's like, all right, run her up. Here we go. Yeah, and they start making out. And then she bites his fucking face. Stooge is... Man, so dumb. So dumb. This Stooge is a piece of work. I, he's one of those characters that's like, you know what? I'm glad you got killed. You deserved it. You got to give it to the actor, though. He really encompasses this character. Yeah, but. I hope he was acting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was. So one of the things I do want to give this movie credit for is that as this is kind of your standard slasher kill em all story of kids in a, in a house, as they die, they get recruited to the other side. So we continually get more antagonists as the story progresses. So people just don't die. They get turned. Right. Which, would I, you know, that's pretty cool. Yeah, At least so that, like it that. has that uniqueness to it. Except Stooge is the last one that's kind of like demon-esque. All the other ones seem like zombies. Which doesn't quite make sense. Right. right? It's just yeah, they kind of amble around and moan. But yeah, it's really weird. The demon can only spread itself so much, perhaps. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay, that's shared power. It. Shared yeah. power. It's like multiplicity. <laughs> and the copy of the copy of the copy. <laughs> God, that's a reference. <sighs> but yeah, so Angela bites Stooge's face. She looks like the makeup has come on. Like, she is monsterfied. She's box-covered. Yes, she's <laughs> box-covered. The worst thing about demon form is that you sound like Dr. Claw from Inspector Gadget. <laughs> Oh, don't tell me you're leaving. Sal wanted to go, but he decided to stick around. <laughs> next time, Gadget, I promise I'll get you next time. Everyone shares the dragon voice. It was I call it so, a dragon, but whatever that demon thing was. It was so corny, dude. Like, I could not just, like, think of everything in the 80s, like, cartoon world that have used that voice. I was like, yeah. is this supposed to be scary? Come over here, Stooge. I, I want to tell you a story. Worked for me. I it like was, the voice. Maybe it was from Ghostbusters. There is no Dana, only Zool. Yes. It sounded a lot like that. 
Everyone had the same synthesizer slash sound effect, you know, CD. So did the did the sound of this movie sound extra like tinny and like like metallic to you guys? Because I watched it on iTunes and everything sounded like it like was reburbing off like a metal yeah. wall. I yeah. did not get that the on the DVD. Sound quality wasn't great, but okay, yeah, on the the digital one, it definitely had this kind of like the audio yeah. was like, oh, you guys could have cleaned that up a little. That's bit. That's the ultra stereo. Oh yeah, Bing Damn. Bing Bing Bing, we got a winner. <laughs> I watched it on the Blu-ray and it sounded fine to me. Okay, yeah. maybe the digital copy. It's just regular that's... stereo on the Blu-ray. Maybe you can't. <laughs> maybe you can't compress ultra stereo. <laughs> no, it doesn't. You can't it doesn't get scream. Many, that's too many stereos for one Blu-ray disc. <laughs> this is where it becomes insanely it's such confusing. A blur. So Suzanne is in a room with her boobs out, and she's made a heart on her face with her lipstick. Well, she's facing the wall, and Sal walks by, and he's all like, "Suzanne, what are you doing?" And she turns around, and she's like drawn a lipstick heart on her face. I mean, she's topless for really. No no reason except to be topless. Yes. She uh, totally like just like I'm just she's taking wearing them her off. dress and just opened it up and just started drawing on her face. I didn't realize it was a heart. I just thought it was gibberish. It's well, a heart. When I say heart, it encompasses her entire head, right? <laughs> From chin to, to the widow's peak. It is a heart drawn like that. Not yeah. just like a tiny little heart on uh, your cheek. It is full on face heart. I missed that. I was like, and what then is Sal happening? goes, Suzanne, what are you doing? And she turns around, she's like, I had to fix my makeup. And he goes, You too? Fuck <laughs> this. I'm out of here. Yeah, being real weird. And she's trying to entice him in to get him to lay down with her. And he walks off. And then she just takes the lipstick and jams it into her tit. Yeah, because that's where you keep it. Shoves it into her nipple like it's a little safety pocket. Yeah. And I was like, how the hell does this? It was a good special effect. I'll give it that. It was a gelatin bust. And uh, they had to keep it in the refrigerator. Wasn't a real boob, huh? Nope. Huh. Well, <laughs> another little bit is that lipstick reappears in the Night of the Demons 2. Oh. Are you kidding me? I am not kidding you. Oh, God. Now I have to watch the sequel. For the this, lipstick? I just oh. don't know how. <laughs> but like, if they are willing to keep that small of an element going throughout this franchise... <laughs> The second one's got to be balls in the wall crazy, too. Oh, does it's the, crazy town. Does the brother return to make titty jokes? Uh, no. Oh, no. Okay, okay, good. We at least lose that <laughs> good. moment. But it does involve a sorority encountering some Angela business. Oh, yeah. hello. Is it so, equally misogynistic? Sh- oh. Guys, guys, hold on. Sh- yes. Tell me more. Um, <laughs> you're going to have to watch it yourself. Angela so. goes to college, huh? Uh, yeah. Angela goes to college. <laughs> yeah. And oh, man. Extra misogyny, though. Yes. Okay. I think it's on Prime. Oh, well. I think it's on Prime right oh, now. Boy. Just That's, throwing that out. If there. I want to, is it, was it also in the 80s? 94 or 95. Oh, we did not later. come as far as we had hoped. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different kind of misogyny. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Enjoy it. Full spectrum a, misogyny. Yeah, evolution of it. <laughs> so Billy, still stinging from his rebuke from Judy, wanders into Suzanne's room. He's like, okay, you're looking a little crazy, but your titties are out. I'm in. I'm in. Let's do this. Well, and she just kind of goes up to him and unzips his pants. And he's like, okay. But you know what's weird about that, though? She, like, kneels over to him, like, walks over on her knees. She's, like, face to crotch level, starts unzipping his pants. And he goes, okay. And then immediately goes down to his knees also. I was like, I don't think you understand how a blowjob works, no. dude. You're, you're fucking up the trajectory here. It's I don't, like, he didn't know what was happening. He's like, oh, we're crawling? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I unzip my pants and crawl. That's what I do. <laughs> Billy does not know what he needs or what he's supposed to do. But I thought it was so funny. I was like, um, you're you're about to fuck up this thing you're working towards. Okay, mm. whatever, Billy. They're getting down to business. And Billy's just like, it looks like he's enjoying himself. Yeah. Suzanne's on top. And she's like, how's my makeup look? How's my face? And he's like, fuck you talking about, crazy lady. You're fine. Let's keep this going. And then she just like goes for his eyes. 
like, stop looking at me. Yeah, she starts freaking out. Like, quit looking at me. He's like, what's going on? And she just pops his eyes. Oh, it is Thumbs gross. into the eye socket. That's, oh, that's always a rough one. It yeah. was juicy. But you yeah. can see that there's like a tension when she pushes oh, in. As yeah. soon as it pops, it squirts out. They actually use cherry tomatoes for that. Oh, oh. interesting. So it was a really good effect. Mark, bringing the, the I information. I think Mark is going to lead us in making our own 80s horror movie. <laughs> this so. is what you can do when you watch the Blu-ray special features. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm surprised the Blu-ray had special features. <laughs> so am I. I was like, okay. Oh, they. it was like a Shout Factory re-release. So it's them like 30 years later. Uh, and I got to see Stooge talk about his, his moaning scenes and uh, all that stuff. They also so, did it with Night of the Creeps. It had a lot of really yeah. good features. So how's real Stooge? Does he seem like a nice guy? No. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Told you he wasn't acting. No one in this movie could act that well. <laughs> Eat a bowl of fuck! So then we cut to Raj outside, and he's hiding in the car after Helen disappeared, and then out of nowhere, he hears a scream or something like that, and then Helen falls and smashes against the window shield, and like she's all bloody and like dead. He freaks out, runs back inside. So now we've got everyone back in the house. As the demon wanted, I suppose. So at this point, Stooge is full-on possessed. Angela's full-on possessed. Yes. Suzanne's full-on possessed. Jay and Franny are fucking in a coffin, and she's like, quit it, I don't bend that way. They, they paint on this coffin, and then I know where it opens up, and then Franny just pops out topless, just like riding like Jay. And he said, this is worse than my brother's VW bug. And I was like, wow, you were just picking terrible places to try to get down. Yeah. This is a coffin in a funeral parlor that has been shut down, right? It's been abandoned or something. Because well, the whole family died. They, and they gonna, slaughtered each other. This is in the same vein of... Fucking in a graveyard. Phantasm, yes. Like, what yeah. is going on in the 80s? Just at some point, you got to stop yourself and be like, you know what? We'll save this for later. Let's put a pin in this. Well, I guess if you try to imagine, they're also, I guess, supposedly, suppo- like, teenagers, right? So what are they, 17, 18? I don't know. They're not thinking about that. They're just DTF. I don't know. Well, even when I was, like, you know, like, fresh out of high school or, like, at the end of high yeah. school and stuff like that, it was still very much of, like, ooh, where... No, I'm taking yeah. I'm taking one off on this one. But like, you weren't these douchebags. So. True, I was not these douchebags. Yeah. I would not. Well, first off, I'd never be caught in an abandoned like funeral parlor God, no. slash mortuary. Not as a party spot. No. Think of the lead paint and asbestos they've had to deal with. <laughs> when I was in high school, we broke into the abandoned courthouse and stayed the night in that. Oh, my. There was a full-on solitary confinement and everything, and we put people behind bars and closed them. Jeez. It was one of those tink, 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 clonk. <laughs> Luckily, nobody got locked in because that would have been a real say, problem. Did you test that before you lock somebody in? There was also Barbie dolls hanging from makeshift nooses, and we saw like evidence of homeless camps in there and all kinds of stuff. All right. So I, while I wouldn't have fucked in that place. <laughs> that is the first See, place you killed a hobo. I've been in a yeah. place like that. <laughs> and we've all gone in like creepy places, but yes. like I've never been like, my hormones outweigh my like fear of like having sex in a place where dead things are. Well... These folks did. And they were <laughs> like, coffin? Yeah, let's do it. So Stooge walks in, completely like pig-faced possessed, and snaps Fran's neck. Poor Fran. And then he starts smashing the coffin lid, right? Yeah. yeah. And With like Jay's, Jay's arm. arm's still out of it. And like he just keeps slamming it and slamming it until eventually that arm comes off. Ugh. Yeah. Which I don't know if that's how that works. No, but... I don't think it would work that way. Anyway, it happens. There's, yeah. a, there's a severed arm on the ground. And then they become <laughs> zombies. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They do become zombies. God, there's so much happening at this point. Raj has like heard, Raj runs into Sal and Sal's like, where's Judy? And they go looking for Judy. 
they find Judy locked in the room. She's like, it's locked. And they're like, okay, they kick the door in, I guess, or something like that. I think they just opened the door. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Judy should know how the door handle works. Which really leads my credence to my question. Does she know how to operate doors? There's a pull door and she's been pushing this whole time. (laughs) There was no sign. To be fair, guys, there was no sign. It's a far side comic all over again. Yeah. I think this point is where the demons kind of posse up and just start chasing these three characters. Yeah, there's a scene where Judy's on the roof and Roger's down below yelling for her to jump and then Angela shows up and says a really cheesy line that I don't remember and she says like, yeah, why don't you drop in, Judy, or something and like throws her <laughs> off the balcony and it falls into Roger's arms and now they're together and then Sal gets Sal impaled up there. Gets impaled. Kills her, Angela kills him up there. Poor yeah. Sal. And then they run back downstairs, uh, Raj and Judy. And they end up in a crematorium. They and, go down to the basement. Right. They run across Suzanne with Billy's dead body. She's got Billy's dead body like laying in her lap with his eyes gouged oh, out. Oh, yeah. And they're like, Suzanne. And she's like, how about a three-way? And I was like, whoa. And she, and I think Suzanne says, I think we can get Billy hard again. If we try. Yeah. yeah. If we try. Half of the characters in this movie would have said yes to that offer. <laughs> That's probably Very true. Well, Stu- Stooge would have been like, he's missing eye holes. Yeah. Let's give it a shot. Stooge would have been in for sure. And, but, and again, the characterization that we got of Sal at the beginning of this movie, I would have said Sal would have done it too. Yeah. But, but now Sal's like completely flipped yeah. 180 good guy character. It's weird. Sal didn't have like a switchblade or a butterfly knife. Or a black leather jacket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's missing some of the staples. Missed opportunities. Yeah. So yeah, they're, they're all trapped in the crematorium. And then... Well, just the two of them. Yeah. And Judy has a makeshift flamethrower out of a well, pipe on the wall. Well, first she looks at the crematorium oven and she's like, oh, it's a door out again. She doesn't understand <laughs> doors. She has no understanding of doors. The she concept wrestles of- it open and she's like, oh, no. and she reaches in and there's a skull and she she's like, picks up the skull. I was this like, isn't a door leading out. This is an oven. <laughs> like, well, duh. Do, do you understand where things go? Special shout out to Raj and Judy at this point when they first run into this room, though, because... They just got away from all the demons. And Judy is laughing hysterically, like, oh my God, ha ha ha, we made it, ha ha ha. And Raj is kind of like laughing too, like, oh man, I can't believe we made it, ha. Huh? And then Raj just starts crying. Yeah. He just like from zero to a hundred, like, ha ha ha, sobbing hysterically. And she's like, you got to get it together. And he's like, why? <laughs> I'm just like, fair point. Yeah. Like at this point, I mean, Raj, I get you, man. I, but then she pieces it together. She's like, we're in a crematorium. And I was like, do you think the gas would still be on down there? Well, no. I don't also, she's able to take this lead pipe <laughs> and pull it out like it's a hose. Yes. Well, pipes aren't screwed together. They're just slid into each other you know gas does not leak through tiny air lego style <laughs> also she can't figure out doors but she fucking jerry rigs this setup um. she barely understands a lighter shaking for it. the like third time in the movie she's struggling with this uh, lighter thank god she picked that light that's Chekhov's lighter oh, oh. And she yes. picked that lighter back up because andrew's like don't litter the ghost will take offense to it and she's like you're not gonna scare me I'm going to pick this ladder up real yeah. quick. So that's why she's got the ladder on her. But yeah, I think the demons bust through the door at this point. She's begging Roger to get with it and turn the faucet gas on. Oh, yeah. Turn the, turn the faucet, damn it. Yeah, Roger does really break down at this point where you just want to be like, just get it together a little bit. You might be overreacting. Um, but then again, he's depending on Judy for his survival. So I can understand why he thinks his chances are low. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> They're both just looking at each other going like, well, fuck. Yeah. It's, it's amazing that either of them made it out, honestly. Well, the, I guess the trick is to get trapped somewhere. He was hiding in a car. Judy couldn't figure out a push-pull door. So... <laughs> <laughs> 
so anyway, they burn some of the demons to like make their opening. They run out the door. They run outside. They get to one of the walls. There was barbed wire on these walls all of a sudden, like hanging down, like it. Like it Christmas hit, lights yes, almost. but yeah. it looked like it was tacked to the wall. Because they're being chased, it's the do or die moment. They grab on, Raj grabs on the barbed wire and climbs his way up, like, ah, screaming the whole time, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Was like, at least he's like being real about it. Gets up to the top, tries to grab Judy, and then, oh man, does Judy get grabbed by the demons? Yeah, all the demons are grabbing her legs. I was reading the trivia that um, Franny and um, Jay are clothed during this scene. Even though they were naked when they got killed, uh, evidently they got dressed at some point. Well, so you they wouldn't be naked at the end yeah, scene. You can't be around. demon-y while you're naked. I mean, that's just ineffectual. Hey, the Return of the Living Dead girl did it. Yeah, true. Different movie, though. Different demons. Totally. That's like a Joe Zombies demon. Zombies versus demons. Yeah. Come if on, you man. The need to different. wrestle a virgin off of a barbed-wired wall, you don't want to have your tits out. It's true. Okay, fair. Yeah. Fair. All right. I'm going to I'm gonna yield my expertise <laughs> to Shauna here because I don't know. Um, yeah, Raj has already cleared the, the wall and he's on his way out and he's just like, oh, wait, do I really have to go back and save her? I mean, I made it. Well, he falls, doesn't he? He, like, he is falls to, to the other her. side. Yeah, yeah but he's really it. struggling with the idea of climbing back up to help oh, he Judy waits. Over. Yeah, he waits like, ooh, should I do this? He's like, if I wait long enough, maybe this would just fall. Because <laughs> she's screaming. I think yeah. he's waiting for her to stop screaming. I, that's yeah. what I got too. I was like, he's going to wait to see if he needs to do anything. It's like he, he counts anything. to 10, and if she's still screaming, I guess I'll <laughs> save her. I mean, we did establish they didn't even know each other before this party. Yeah, so true. It's a, it's a group of strangers. Right. Yeah. And he did watch her struggle with a lighter, so he's like, you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm doing <laughs> the world a favor. This is for the best. But he does, he does climb back over, grab her, pull her out, which I thought was a very Night, night of the Living Dead mm-hmm. type thing, the way those two survived, and then uh, especially the way they walk off. And I give props to the movie for having the black dude live to the end. Yes. That's the true. black dude and the virgin live. It was very was forward she a thinking. Virgin? I thought she gave it up to Sal. No, that was just I think a that story. was a that was vicious a, rumor. Yeah, was oh, okay. A, they work with what they have. She's like, okay. I kissed him once. Okay. And which weird because Suzanne should have had all the rumors. She was clearly doing all the bad stuff. Yeah. I think everyone just accepted Suzanne for who she was. <laughs> right. They were just like, we know what we're getting into with this one. But I, I don't know. I thought everyone did a pretty good job of acting in this. But like, yeah, so they're walking home. And then this is where we get the bookend scene. Yes. So the old man comes back. We're in his house with his wife. Uh, and he's complaining about whatever he's complaining about. Halloween, I guess, right? He he's was like whining about the kids. storm, yeah. And his wife's just like, you know, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Here's some pie. Um, and then he eats the pie, right, and just starts choking, which feels like you would have noticed what was in this pie. Surprise, his fucking throat just opens up in its bloody mess because he ate razors. Yeah, because she says, what does she say? There weren't very many trick-or-treaters, so this I had year. to make a pie out of all those apples. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so she's like, you used to love my apple pie, and that's when he like gets this look of like, oh, shit. She's like, I used the apples that we didn't use last night. He clearly didn't chew, by the way. He just oh. swallowed whole. He was too busy complaining. There's like oh. four razors in his throat coming out <laughs> in different areas at the same time. It's like, I don't know if you tried to swallow like a peanut that's been too yeah. big that you haven't chewed. It's like, you're like, you feel it going down. It is, he's having conversations with the razors in his mouth. Yeah. What is in this pie? <laughs> He would have had his mouth cut to shit before they even made it to the Dentures. throat. It was a, it was a nice little like okay. visual right. thing. We have to like let this go, I think. But like, yeah. So like, we see his neck cut open, and she's like, "Maybe next year." The old woman, and it's like smash cut to that that soundtrack. that slaps. Yes, <laughs> he falls face first into the pie. The end. Yes, night of the demons. That shit is bad shit crazy. Yes. 
Uh, I enjoyed it though. Like I had again, it's not one of those ones that you recommend as a like you're gonna really like this. But if someone's like, "What the crazy fucking '80s horror movie?" You're like, okay, strap in. Uh, the Howling Two. <laughs> Love that one. Yeah, I would probably name off several movies before I got to this one as a recommendation. Yeah. I would give it a two point five out of five or a five out of ten. Ooh, um, that's fair. I feel like I feel like this is yeah. a middle of the road film. You'll ask yourself, what am I watching? And why am I still watching it? And why can't I turn it off? And it's almost over. I might as well finish it. Uh, I will say at one point I wrote in my notes very near the end. Oh, my God. How is this movie still going? <laughs> well, I watched Pulse right before this, which we did for a previous episode. Yes. So that was two hours long. So I was like, this movie is so long. And then I watched Nadine and I was like, that's a tight one, 130. I appreciate that. But you know what's weird, though, is like this kind of goes to show how crazy this movie is. Is like normally when I watch these movies, I'll watch them like the day before we record or something like mm -hmm. that. And uh, usually the people I have over watching them with me fall asleep during these movies. I end up being by myself at the end, like still awake watching them. The people who knew me fall asleep were awake the entirety of Night of the Demons. And this was like late at this point. So I was like, it tells you something. They're just like, OK, this is crazy enough that I've got to stay awake to like finish this nonsense. <laughs> I would say that I guess I, I would recommend it based on just how crazy it is. I don't think it's necessarily good. <laughs> oh, no, sense. I wouldn't call it good. Yeah. I think the New York Times wrote it. It's stupid. It's sexist. And at 89 minutes, it feels unforgivably long. Uh, and that is how I feel as well. Wow. <laughs> it made a lot of money, though. Like it was like. Well, they the made short... two sequels to yeah. it, right? Well, yeah. like, I think it cost like $1.3 million to make. This movie cost a million dollars to think make? It was like, yeah, I think it was like $1.3 million. Hold on, I got the, the stats here in just a second. I guess the location and some of the effects were pretty good. Okay, I can see that. It cost um, a very modest $1.2 million. The film racked up outrageously large grosses in its limited release. Debuting in Detroit, it hit New York City and at Thanksgiving and earned three. $1 million holding screens until the end of the year. And if you remember our previous inflation calculation, that's $3 billion. Yes. <laughs> Had the film opened nationwide with the numbers it earned in Detroit, it was projected to have earned $13 million domestically wow. its opening weekend. So, like, had it opened, like, yeah. more than just Detroit, it would have fucking made, like, it would have been, like, a, um, at, at the time, probably a um, paranormal activity type situation. Yeah. Well, Shauna, you said that uh, upon revisiting, you don't think as much as of, it, of it as you did. When was the last time you've seen it? Um, it had been several, uh, maybe high school. So it, that's been a while. Okay, quite a while. Yeah. Would you recommend quite a while? Film? Really? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I didn't mean that. Ouch, <laughs> Mark. I was basing it on my age, no. not yours. Oh, I'm, good save. I'm an old person. <laughs> nice save. <laughs> Mark's gonna watch out for raisins and his apples. Yeah. yeah. Uh, watch out on the I, got, I baked you a pie. <laughs> <laughs> well, would you recommend it now? I would. I I still yeah. would, and I. I recommend the sequel. I'm gonna I watch the sequel. Yeah, there are some surprising cast members. In Have the you sequel. seen the remake? Yeah, John, you were saying you watched the remake. I sadly did because I couldn't get enough of this movie. I was like, let me see what they did with it in 2006. What? Uh, yeah, they made it worse <gasps> in every conceivable way. I can't wait to watch it. This says 2009. 2009. All oh. right, whatever year it was, six. In the nine, late 2000s. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, it. It. The story's completely different. It's about a haunted house now in New Orleans. Yeah. Classic 2006 slash nine. Right. Um, <laughs> Is Angela in it? Uh, there's a Angela-like character, I guess. I don't remember. I'm sure her name was actually Angela, but they're even more forgettable than they are in this movie. Is it a remake or is it just another movie called Night of no, the it's Demons? It's a remake. It's, it's meant a remake. to be a remake. Oh, okay. We watched the trailer. It does feel very similar, yeah. but yeah, it looks like they were trying to be scarier. Yeah, they uh. took out all anything that might have been funny. They really, like, 
extracted to make sure, oh, this is a horror movie, uh, but they failed miserably. What and, about what about boobies? Oh, Are there boobies? they kept tons of there's Excellent. there's ex, there's more <laughs> sex, more boobs, really the less part of <laughs> Is that is that the box cover? <laughs> yes. <laughs> more sex, more boobs. Well, yes. according to this Google splash page for it, they made the remake for 10 million dollars and it made $64,000 at the box. Oh, office. ouch. Oh, wow. That's like their own family going to see the movie. And that's it. Everybody the bring a friend. Crew had to pay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was really uh, bad. And also, oh, the- shit. Shannon Elizabeth is Angela. Oh, oh, there you go. From okay. American Pie. Yes. Yeah. yeah, the ending is so dumb. Ooh, Edward uh, Furlong's in it. <gasps> from yes. Crow Wicked Prayer? That's right. Yeah, that's what he's known for. <laughs> he's actually no way. good. Um, but just, I, you know, I'd recommend both of these, but definitely know you're watching bad movies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the remake, though, whew, what a ride. What a ride. <laughs> Thank you, John, for the quick recap on yeah, the remake. Yeah, I took one for the team watching yeah. that fucking remake. Thank you. I'll tell you, you what. You didn't pay for it, did you? God, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody should ever pay. You all owe me a $2. It only made $64,000. That's what the director said. It only made $64,000, Mark. Nobody's paid for this movie. Oh, good point. Good point. Anything else to say on the original Night of the Demons? No. I'll take your silence as a no. No. Shauna, thank you for joining us again and recommending us, well, having us check this one out. Um, I'm glad I saw it. I am also glad I watched it, though I would not watch it again, to be honest. Fair. I'm going to go watch the sequels instead. Yes, do. (laughs) Continue down the rabbit hole. Yes, check out in our next episode. I'll tell you what I think. If only to see the return of the lipstick. Yes, I got to know how they bring it back. I mean, you know, the lipstick come, you know, in the remake, they put it in the boob and it comes out the other end. What? Yeah. So oh, I'm going to watch that. There's an guys. example of the lip. And then she uses it to put lipstick back on. Oh, no, no. <laughs> so there's a perfect scene. There's an encapsulation of the remake. You're all the good parts. <laughs> yeah, that one scene was. John, was, you just cannot not spoil movie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I did you a favor. If that made you not watch the movie, I just helped you. Because that's the least bonker shit in this movie. Well, listeners, what did you think of Night of the Demons? Why don't you tell us on our social media pages? You can find us at www.thegravetalk.com. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>